Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to our number two of the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Get ready for the most up-to-date sports news and talk with the ESPN 1320 Insiders. Our numero dos. I'm Kyle Madsen. That's James Ham. We're sponsored by Jiffy Lube. In fact, if you want to win a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate, head to ESPN1320.com right now. Hit that Jiffy Lube sign. It's right on the front, front and center. Can't miss it. Enter the code word Sasha, as in Sasha Vazenkov, who was the Jiffy Lube fast break player of the game. Um, he came in and was, what did he finish? A plus 17? Is that what he was? Plus uh, 17 in like 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Was it that high? He was he was ridiculous. I know Trey Lyles was like a plus 11 in the second half alone. He <laughs> was he was a minus 7 in the first half. Sasha Vizengoff, plus 17 in 15 and a half minutes. Ooh. He swung the game. He turned the game around. That that game was going to be get out of hand get out of hand for the Kings late. He had a couple of big threes. He had a couple of big defensive stops. And next thing you know, it's a five-point game and, and Sacramento's rolling. He was really good, man. <sighs> All right, let's get to let's get to some of the good, bad, and ugly from last night. We do this after each and every Kings game. Um, the The first good thing is the star player, De'Aaron Fox, figuring out how to affect the game on a night where his shot wasn't falling. You just go get to the line. Like that is that is to me. That's another thing we talked about him being a star earlier. That ability to step into a three when he hasn't been shooting it great in a big spot and then cash it. But then B, affecting the game on a night where his shot isn't falling. And that is, hey, there's nobody on the Warriors that can keep me in front of them. Nope. So, I, or to, that can stay in front of me. So, I am just going to go in and I'm going to get to the line. And not that he's shooting to get to the line, but the Warriors foul a lot. And so, when you drive and you get in the paint on them, that's probably going to lead to some free throws. And we saw that. Well, yeah. I mean, you also got five fouls on Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. You got five fouls on Andrew Wiggins. Yep. You had four fouls on Draymond and Looney. Uh, he drew a couple of fouls on Looney, like going right into Looney's mm-hmm. chest. Um, and, and that just kind of showed you, like, there's different ways that you can beat a team like the Warriors. Man, 31 fouls by the Golden State Warriors last night to 23 by the Sacramento Kings. I mean, that's that's crazy. That's a lot of fouls. But that's because the Kings were the aggressors. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, Fox stepping up in, in a moment. And 
not only that, like if you're circling things on your box score, uh, the NBA has now knocked him down to nine rebounds, but I think it was at 10 uh, in seven yeah. assists. 72 free throws is so many free throws. <laughs> oh, man, it was brutal. Like uh, the Kings are 27 of 42, which is <sighs> so bad. Like we'll get to that. That's, that's yeah, ugly. 64% from three is, is not good. But no, De- De'Aaron Fox figuring out a way to put his mark on that game where you don't look at the box score and go, wow, what a game for De'Aaron. But when you watched, he was the Kings' best player, and in the biggest spots, he was the best player on the court. Well, that and when we look at the box score and he finishes with 20, 29 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists, oh my gosh. Yeah. You're, that, you're a superstar. Yeah, that tracks. Like the 9 points and 7 assists, you see them all over the court all the time. But if you would ask me, if you just said, because I didn't look at the box score, if, I, if they didn't show stats on TV, yeah. and you said, hey, how many points did Aaron have last night? I'd have gone, well, he went to the line a bunch of times. I don't know, 20, 21? Oh, yeah. Like, that's really how it felt in the, in the moment. But, yeah, 29 points, 9 boards, 7 assists. Really good, not-so-great game to have. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he was a little off last night. Almost a triple-double. Almost a triple-double. Um, What was number two for you? Number two. Number two under the good category. Yeah, the game winner. Malik Monk, just, awesome. you know, just he's a he's a shot maker. And it was the, the, the corner three before that. Yeah, yeah, he set it up. Like, mm-hmm. I looked, and he jumped from 16 to 21 points in the final 30 seconds of the game. Yeah. Like, he was huge. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So... There was zero doubt when he took the corner three, it was like, that's cash. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. If that's Harrison Barnes shooting that, eh. Sasha, who took a couple of wild-ass threes, we'll talk about that in a second. But if that's somebody else, I'm like, oh, you know what, eh. But when Malik put that ball in the air, it's like, that's money. And then his game winner, I went, no chance, fuck it. <laughs> No, I mean, he even like, like that shove. shove. <laughs> yeah. Off balance, shove. Incredible. Like, yeah. Absolutely spectacular. Incredible. Um, the game winner. And then uh, number three, we had uh, huge minutes from Sasha. Yeah, man. Like, um, it wasn't just, it was like he, he, for, were, for one of the first times, I thought he had a gravitational pull. Like, the Warriors started to have to fly at him. Mm-hmm. He, he took one, I, I think I said from Rockland. Um, just so far outside and he hit it his not only his confidence to keep shooting uh just like spectacular just mm-hmm. do it that's that's what who you have to be if you're gonna make it like don't care like that's what mike brown wants that's what your teammates want they want you to shoot the ball shoot the ball uh i was a-okay with everything he did maybe it got a little crazy um but uh but his eight points three rebounds and two blocks were tremendous yeah, he was just he was comes into the game in the fourth quarter, immediately hits a three. Uh almost right off the bat, like forty seconds in. Next time down he gets a defensive rebound. Yep. A little while later hits a layup, just gets an easy bucket. On the other end, Sarge misses a three, it's Vizenkov with the rebound. De'Aaron comes down, hits a layup, Steph misses on the other end, Vizenkov with the rebound. It was just he was in the middle of every every play that swung that game where you go, okay, that if there's a meter, right? Like, yep. follow me here. If there's a meter and it's in the Warriors' direction, every play it felt like in the fourth quarter that moved that meter in the Kings' direction had Sasha at the middle of it. Yeah. Until until the very end when Malik just kind of took he, that meter. and He even and, tipped a couple of balls, like, like mm-hmm. just trying to keep keep things alive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he has a knack for being around the ball, man. He, yep. You know, we've talked about that with the 49ers with – 
the young safety. Like he just Jerry happens. Brown, yeah. yeah, he just happens to be where the ball is at all mm-hmm. times. And and that's the mark of a good pro. Yep. Of someone who who gets it and who who thinks the game. Yep. Um the next one, Trey Lyles, uh this part of the good. Uh I need so many more small ball five minutes. Like uh, I agree. that's that's it. Like this is what you were going to do before JaVale McGee became available. It's what you need to do now. This is the second time this season that JaVale McGee has like basically been moved out of the rotation for, for a stint. Mm-hmm. And you really, not only did you get incredible minutes out of Trey Lyles, but it was because Trey Lyles was on the court that you got incredible minutes out of Sasha Vizenkov. This mm-hmm. is a, you add one player and he means something more to other players type guy. Yeah. So just his presence helps the entire flow of the game. And so I think, you know, again, Trey Lyles in three games has been so tremendous. Well, and he's a, he's a small ball five, but it's not like he's six, six, like Draymond Green is a small ball five is like six, five, six, six. It the is Kings th- defended him with De'Aaron Fox. Right. Like he, it's not, it's <laughs> not a, oh my God, what are we going to do about, about this? Like, Trey Lyles is 6'9". He plays a little bigger than that. He stretches the floor in ways that Demonis Sabonis doesn't. It is the Kings offense with a little bit of a wrinkle to it. Yes. And that's really, really hard to stop. So I, I agree with you. More more Trey Lyles, small ball five minutes is, I think, something the Kings need. And I think that's something we're going to see more of down the stretch. Last good thing before we hit the break. Uh, yeah, the comeback. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that's that a big old, deal. That old chestnut. That's a that's a big deal, man. The comeback, I, like you can't get stomped on in such a big game again. Mm-hmm. You can't, and if yeah. you did, it would have been demoralizing. Mm-hmm. And so this is a big this is a big win overall for the Kings. I thought a big. I thought. I mean, there were so many. Like I said, there were so many plays in that game that kind of pulled momentum back towards Sacramento. But the way the first half ended, where the Kings had battled back and mm-hmm. they got it to nineteen, which isn't great, but nineteen just looks way better than twenty four or even twenty. Yeah, you're down twenty at the half. It's like, oh my god, down nineteen. It's like, eh, okay. It's like that's that's why it's, a car being sold at seventy nine ninety nine is right. is way less expensive than an eight thousand dollar car. To, uh, to, uh, <laughs> yes, spot on. So it, so I thought a getting the strip of Steph Curry and then the pass up to Herder and then the like juggling catch and then the layup at the buzzer to cut that to seventeen. Now not only have you knocked it to seventeen, I think they finished on a seven zero run. To end the half, so not only are you on a seven zero run at nine zero, I don't know they what what was the score at, at the half? Uh, seventy two fifty five. So they're down seventeen. the The height they were down twenty four. So I think it was a seven zero run to end the half. Okay. And then, but you've stolen a possession and you got a free bucket out of it where you didn't. You were hoping for a stop mm-hmm. and keeping it at, at nineteen, but now all of a sudden it's seventeen. I that was that was the that was the point for me that I went. Oh, like this is not this is not a game that's over. They're 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 playing well. That and I would point out that the first possession of the second half was mm. the Golden State Warriors, and people may have forgotten. A lot of people weren't in their seats yet, but the Kings got an eight second call. They they forced the yes. Warriors into an eight second mm-hmm. turnover to open the half. Yeah, which was tremendous. Mm-hmm. And they got the ball. They scored and and they kept that run going. I was sitting next to Sean Cunningham. And he kept saying, oh, they'll get they'll get it under 10 going into the fourth. They'll be all right. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. And then there was a moment where Harrison Barnes missed a wide open three from the corner. And I'm like, got to have it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
he started laughing and we we go back and forth the whole time we're like the two old dudes uh on the muppets <laughs> who sit you know up. what you know what sean cunningham's a big enough name for me you're gonna get a ding for this oh oh no i'm name dropping is that what's happening <laughs> name dropping sean cunningham of fox 40 fox 40s sean cunningham <laughs> yeah so uh yeah just like we're uh negative in different ways the entire game Sure. And, and it's fun, uh, but watching them come back in and, you know, he kept saying, oh, no, I think they'll be all right. They're going to claw back in. I'm like, all right. And they did it. And the fact that they hung, they kept doing that after hanging around at like 15, 16, up to 13 a couple of times and just couldn't. And then, like I said, once they finally got over the hump, the floodgates really, really opened for them. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, though. There was some bad. There was some ugly. It's mm-hmm. a little bit nitpicky in some places, but we're going to pick some nits next. Uh, that's James. I'm Kyle. We're the Insider, sponsored by Jiffy Lube, and this is ESPN 1320 Sacramento Sports Leader. Now, back to the Insiders with James Ham and Kyle Madsen, brought to you by Jiffy Lube on ESPN 1320. Talked a little bit about the Warriors at the break, so speaking of bad and ugly... Let's talk about some of the not-so-good things for the Kings last night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's start Dem- with the bad. Let's start Just with the bad. bad. Just the bad. Um, Demontis Sabonis struggled against the Lakers, uh, against Warriors again. Uh, Did not struggle against the Lakers. Dominated against the yeah, Lakers. Yeah, yeah, he always does. He, he loves playing <laughs> AD. He likes to just, like, give him a noogie and wipe that brow right off his, his forehead. Um, Sabonis, like, nine points. He's got to find a way against that team. Uh, maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. Maybe just everyone else has to play better because Sabonis is going to have a tough night because Looney is just like the NBA's strongest man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're just waiting for Looney to like start grabbing kegs and throwing them over the top of the basketball stanchion yeah. or something. He's just a quality player. He is a quality player. And, you know, the Kings, Mike Brown wanted him badly. Like, not this last summer, not this summer, but the summer before. Yeah. He he wanted to go get him in free agency. That was one of his asks, and and it didn't happen. Um, so a- anyway, yeah, uh, he's he's got to figure it out. Uh, whether that's shooting the eighteen foot jumper, I know a lot of people are like shoot it, shoot it. It's like, hey, that's not the Kings' offense. It, he they're backing off him for a reason, and the offense is still flowing. Like I don't need him to force shots. So my my one rebuttal on that is a it's wide open. Like, the offense is about getting good shots. It is. I get it. And that's a wide-open look. And if the opponent is giving it to you, it's it's like the Kings are running their offense, but it's like that's what they kind of want. Yeah. And I I, I get that that's not his game, and he's always going to look to pass, but I think shooting it enough and hitting it at a high – and maybe he's just not confident in it and thinks that, hey, they're right. I shouldn't be shooting this shot. Then, oh, okay. I mean, they won last night, so mm-hmm. – but – if he can hit that at a clip where, hey, Looney has to come two steps out toward him or whatever the whoever the center is has to come two steps out toward him and guard him a little bit closer, I think that that helps him out a lot. But okay. um, I, yeah, I don't disagree. And I'd also say, like, look, overall, you know, he played well. Like Looney finished with two points, right? Mm-hmm. And not only two points, but Looney only had five rebounds, uh, which has been a huge problem. And he only had two assists. So those offensive rebounds that he's been getting, he had one offensive rebound. Looney has killed the Kings on the offensive rebound, mm-hmm. followed by this the the well, kick out for the spray yeah. three. Like that dude put up nine assists like a couple of times in the playoffs against mm-hmm. the Kings because of that. 
Uh, shout out to Prize Picks, which once again destroyed me on that that <laughs> figure right there. But Draymond Green also eight points, six rebounds. Like these are things that Domas played in. It, it like impacted greatly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't want to just say that Domas had a horrible game, um, but he's got to he's got to find a way to not go two of seven from the field. Yeah, I it, I mean the two of seven is bad. The seven to me, that's the number that concerns me the most. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, this is a huge spot. This is a game where you were reliant, like, hey, Domas, go be a dude tonight. Darren Fox was a dude. Shot wasn't falling. He still figured out a way. He still put shots up, still figured out a way to impact the game uh, on the scoreboard. And I, I just, and they, they won. So, like I said, this is a nitpick, but you'd yeah. like to see that that more from, from Sabonis. What what else is bad last night? Uh, the rebound numbers. Yeah. Kings were smoked on the on the glass. Um, I think the end, it looked a little bit better. It was 52 to 46. Um, the Kings actually had more offensive rebounds, 12 to 9. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, on the defensive glass, uh, they got out-rebounded 43 to 34. That's not a good number for the Kings. This, I mean, no. uh, these teams didn't shoot like 50-something percent from the field. Uh, I I think that overall you got to do a better job rebounding. And I would circle again. Uh, I think it's really interesting that the uh, the leading rebounders for both teams it's Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins, um, which combined for twenty nine. And mm-hmm. then for the Kings, it's it's Herder at nine. It's De'Aaron Fox at nine. Um, like these are those are your two leading rebounders with uh, with Domas coming in with eight rebounds. Like the perimeter guys were getting the rebounds in this. And that's because the battle in the post was insane between those yeah. two. Like yeah. it, it is, it is a like gladiator battle down in the post between Looney and, and Sabonis. Feels really old school. It does. It's kind of fun. Yep. Uh, what was the last bad thing for you? Uh, Duarte Mitchell, uh, JaVale McGee minutes. Yep. Uh, I think that none of them played uh, particularly well. Uh, Duarte, I think got um, really, really uh, like, taken out of his game by at least one or two horrendous calls. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and because he's a foul prone guy, I think it took him out of his game a little bit. And you learned very quickly that he probably wasn't a good matchup in that game. Yeah. I also didn't like him on Steph. I wanted him on clay. And I thought that that would have changed the trajectory of the first half. Mm. Um, I think he's a bad matchup because of his uh, his mistakes on the defensive end, his, you know, you know, grabby stuff that he does. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's just a bad matchup for Steph because he's going to lure you into a whole bunch of stupid stuff. Yeah. And you just have to know that coming in. He got whistled for a foul, though, on one where Steph clearly pushed off. Like, he got the forearm into his stomach and, uh, and that was horrible. shoved off. And they whistle it, and I'm like, yeah, well, that's a foul. And then it was on doors. Like, oh, my God. Absolutely the ref, It looked horrible. like the ref said he, he, like, kicked him or tripped him or something. I don't know. Whatever did, it was. I did not. I didn't. I didn't. Sasha Vizinkov had two kicks that were spectacular. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Like he Kick knew he was beauty. beat yeah. and just kicked the ball. Yeah. I was like, amen, brother. Just, hey, <laughs> this is how we're doing this. This is stop play, side out. Uh, yeah, just side out. Ball's just going go this way. 14 seconds White on the ball, clock. Let's we're go. Good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, the the JaVale I, McGee minutes, maybe it's just yikes. his team, but that was just yikes. like. It's tough. It's been a lot of yikes lately. He gets the ball stolen from guards. Too, there are too many times. Where he gets the rebound, brings it down, and then a guard knocks it away. He got it stolen by Chris Paul, which Chris Paul was just like taking And you ownership. saw him. You saw Chris Paul standing on the block, waiting for JaVale McGee to bring the ball down. And as soon as he did, he just went. 
And then JaVale went up and acted like he was going up for the layup still. <laughs> My man, I love JaVale. You can never, <laughs> you will not talk me off of that. Off uh, of that no, I, one, one quick thing on Duarte. So he had the game he started. Uh, what game did he start and played 30 minutes? Oh, it was a really good, it was a really good game. It I wasn't think. Minnesota, was it Dallas? Yes, I think it was Dallas. It was Dallas. And he played really well in those 30 minutes. I love that Mike Brown last night put Chris Duarte back in the starting lineup and said, hey, last time you were a starter, you played really well. Here you go. You're going to start again. But did not play well and yanked him and said, you've got 14 minutes. That's you're done for the night. And didn't feel this obligation to like, nope, this is the rotation. And I love that he continues to do that. I I think this, again, was one of Mike Brown's most masterful coaching yep. jobs I've seen. Yep. Really, like, really, like really, you really can't good control job. going down by twenty four. Mm-hmm. Sometimes your players like you're playing a good team and they go on a run and you you're down. But to fight back and to to play chess the whole time, I thought was great. Yep. Uh, ugly. Uh, twenty four point deficit. You don't want to go down twenty four. That's not good. One of my keys to the game was don't start slow. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It turns out. Yeah, start slow. Do whatever you want. There it is. <laughs> um, 27 of 42 from the free throw line. In a one-point win, you missed 15 free throws. That's not good. That is not good at all. So. They they made, what was I, I, they made one fewer free throw, or one more free throw than the Warriors, despite shooting 12 more. Oof. You shot 12 more free throws and one at the free throw line by a point. That's crazy. Because it yeah. just killed the possessions, man. Yeah. Like that's that's just bad. It, and they are like they're deflating. Missed yeah. free throws are, de- are deflating. Do you know what that one extra point was? Oh, it was it the Draymond Green. That's the one. Technical. <laughs> that's all that matters in the end, that's right? The one. Um, yeah. So Fox shooting nine of seventeen from the line was part of that seventeen of. So of all those misses, eight of them were were straight up on Fox. Uh, and I know he puts in time shooting free throws and I know he will be shooting free throws probably all day today at shoot around and and just trying to find that stroke from the the line, Mm -hmm. but, uh, just not great. Um, and then the last thing, uh, the ugly, well, actually before I get to Draymond Green, because the Draymond Mm -hmm. Green stuff was all ugly. Keep in mind, we have about 20 seconds. Steph Curry, the Steph Curry kick out. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about it after the break. Nice dude. Here we go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
The Insiders with James Hamm and Kyle Madsen. Brought to you by Jiffy Loop on ESPN 1320. A couple housekeeping notes real quick. If you're watching on the stream, whether you're on YouTube or Twitch or Facebook or wherever you're at, you may notice some gifts sitting behind James. I thought that Jiffy Lube dropped those off for us. They sponsor the show. I was like, that's awesome. Holiday season. They're giving us presents. I can't wait. Then promotion said, nah, those are for the listeners. So we're going to be giving those away, not next week, but the following week. Next week, we will be opening up those gifts and finding out what they are. And then we will be giving them away uh, for you the following week. I love it. So stay locked into the insiders. Uh, We are 10 to noon. Shout out to everybody watching, whether you're on YouTube or Twitch or whatever. If you are on YouTube, make sure please to hit that thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on the radio, uh, when you get out of your car, that doesn't mean you have to stop listening. Hit that free Odyssey app, search ESPN 1320. You can listen to us and D'Lo and KC and all the content on ESPN 1320. You can get it there. Uh, Or you can, like I said, you can check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash ESPN1320. And while you're there, please like and subscribe. James and I would appreciate it. Uh, Damien and Kenny, uh, D'Lo and KC would appreciate it. I think Jesse probably appreciates it as well. I don't want to leave Jesse out, our guy. I think Jesse's ambivalent. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse's just here for the vibes. He's just... Jesse's like, I don't really care. Dwayne The Rock Johnson and vibes. Yeah. That's uh, That's that's hilarious. And then... Was that was that it? I think that was it. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, D-Lo and KC is coming up at noon as well. Okay, so so you were going to talk about the Steph Curry kickout. Okay, we talked about this earlier. Like one of the other mm-hmm. games that they you played. Were, you, I, you, I never see you get angry. You get fired up about this. I, I hate the flop on the three-point shot because it's dangerous. It is totally dangerous. It is it is an, an overt act that could cause harm to another player, and Steph Curry does it now on like half of his three-point attempts. I don't understand how the league hasn't gone to him and said, can you please stop flopping every single time that you take a three-point shot and lay on the ground? Because like the, the game action is happening. Not only that, mm-hmm. but now there's a big slick spot. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's, that's why guys run out. We saw... Mm-hmm. Uh, the the great work by the Kings staff last night to like the little spray bottle that was incredible shooting yeah and you know my man was panicked because there wasn't a lot left in that bottle and you could tell he was trying to get the angle where the straw in the bottle was getting the liquid so he could <laughs> spray it and you could tell he's panicking because he didn't want to have to go get another one and the dude that's oh. like on his hands and knees like, like Come mopping on, up keeps like pointing to another <laughs> like, like tiny dot of blood on the floor it was spectacular and you know who the spray bottle kid is right we don't no. need, we don't need to say it on the air okay oh oh now i do yeah now i do yeah, yeah. man so uh we'll just move on <laughs> but yeah Good I, for him. great kid great kid I don't. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. For sure. He. So he's. Uh. Like. That was such a like comical thing. But like, look, I don't understand how that doesn't get called all the time. And then when Steph gets called for the kickout, they were so appalled. Like Steve Curry. Like Steph Curry. Like. Like, do you not understand that that's Steph Curry? Mm-hmm. That's like the greatest shooter of all time. Give him the foul. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, no, no. That's an offensive foul. And it it was like a big deal because all of a sudden he had five. Right. That is horrible. And, league, and I'm, I'm but, so glad that, that they reviewed it because it's like, okay, look, you were wrong and now you're wrong again. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. But still. So the league knows it's dangerous. That's why they call it. 
James Harden made his career out of the step back, kick his feet forward, like creating the defender in his landing space. Yes. Like that, that's a move that James Harden did. I think, so I've tried to figure this out because this is something that goes back like a decade of Steph like falling down a lot. He does that, you'll notice when he goes inside, he ends up on his back near the basket a lot. And I think it's because of his ankles. Hmm. I think he goes to the ground and what on, on that particular play last night, I think he just spun around and kicked his legs out and then fell when there were bodies around him. Yeah. But I think in general, when he does that, it's because he's trying not to stop too hard on his feet. And so he just like falls. That's been my theory. I don't know. Okay. But that's my, that's my working theory on why he winds up on the ground as often as he does. My point has always been that Steph Curry is way too good of a player to be flopping on the... I mean, we watch that guy run like 20... He runs like a marathon every single... It's, every the conditioning single level is insane. Yeah, like 26.4, 26.6 miles, what it is, whatever the a marathon is. I don't know why my brain's not... Mm-hmm. But like that's what he does every single game. And then you got to fall down every time you shoot a three. Like, I, it's it's the... It's the plays. It wasn't even last night where he kicked out. Mm-hmm. That's not what concerns me. And the James Harden kick out, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. It's the other play where he just gets in the way and falls down in everyone's way as a guy's trying to run through and trying to avoid contact. Mm-hmm. Now Steph is laying on the ground and it just, it makes it, for me, it's a dangerous play. Mm-hmm. And he does it all the time. And yeah. I, I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I mean, I've never talked to the guy about it, but I would, I would love to ask because I wonder if part of it is he feels like he should get more calls on threes. So he tries to draw that contact and embellish that contact. Okay. Or if it is the ankle thing, or if it is just like, yeah, hey, I'm trying to get free, free throws. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I've not, and he wouldn't be honest with me, even if I could ask. But you remember, I, I told you, you can't have Chris Duarte go out there and foul him three times and give him nine points. Yeah, Chris Duarte did it once, and someone else fouled him one other time. <laughs> they fouled someone. I think they fouled Clay, and they gave him another. So they had six free mm-hmm. throws at the line, uh, six freebies at the line on missed three pointers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, brutal. Um, and then we get to the the last ugly. I just, I'm so over him. Like, it is 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 it okay to just like not want to watch Draymond Green play? No. Like, yes, yes. It's okay. Yes, it is okay. Okay. Yeah, because like... <laughs> We're like, no, you have to like it. Yelling and berating officials all the time, doing things just, that don't make any sense. If you're if you're Golden State and you have just actively stood in front of every oncoming train that Draymond has caused to leave the station. Yes. And then you go stand in front of that for him. And you do it again. After he chokeholds Rudy Gobert, I'm going to protect my teammate every time. No, it's fine. And if you had grabbed Rudy Gobert around the waist and you pulled him away and you guys both tumbled to the ground, that would have been forgivable. Totally That's not, fine. He threw Rudy Gobert on the ground. Like, no, he was trying to break it up. They stumbled, whatever. You put him in a chokehold and you yes. dragged him far, 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 far away. 20 feet. That was malicious. You could have hurt him. Right. That, just in the, not his neck, but his, his legs, his back. Yes. Like the position you had him in was yes. not good. Yes. Yeah. So I get, okay. It, it, they stand in front of it again. No accountability. Just like, yeah, you know what? Draymond's going to be Draymond and he just, that's what it's, that's what it's going to be. And then he comes back and in that game flops and was going to make you play four on five on offense. And then 
gets a technical because he won't stop yelling at the official. Yeah. It's it's it how are you okay he's causing your team to lose. To lose. And that's just the worst. I can't as watching him is a, it's like it's the same reason I hate watching Luca. Yeah. It's just a constant like oh my god, dude. Because the camera's going to find him. And so when you're watching it on television, it is just it's after every foul, it's oh hey, we're gonna focus on Draymond and yelling at the ref for three minutes. It's like, I'm just not. <sighs> there it is. Look, fight? he's yelling at the ref every, fight? and you know why everyone's doing it? They're like, oh, is he gonna get tossed? Is he gonna get tossed? They're like the whole hey. league, it's become like high drama. Like, oh my gosh, is he? He's about to get tossed. Like when he got his technical last night. To your point. The little TNT graphic, you know, the box that comes up like there's a score bug and then a box will come out that'll say like flagrant one or technical foul. Yeah. It said ejected was the first oh. box they went to. Oh. It was just like, that's yeah, a must preset. be. Yeah. That's a preset. That's, <laughs> it's just that, a dream That's like our button. button. You will not be slept yeah. on. Uh, or, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dra- Just the, oh, he must be gone now. And that's what, it, after the game, you know, the Steph called it like a dumb technical. But it's like, bro, that's an accumulation. That's a straw that broke the camel's back. A, you're not allowed to be demonstrative toward the ref. Like, that'll get you a tech every time. In the moment, he deserved it 100%. Right. No questions if he asked. Had, if that play had been the first play of the game, and he did that, and he got a tech, it would have been like, what the For what? But that it was at the tail end of he has just been yelling at the official, over-flopping, by the way. He should be lucky that he didn't get a tech for that. Yeah. But that he does all of that and then does the super demonstrative move and the ref goes, all right, that's all the excuse I needed. And he get teched like, yeah, man, straw that broke the camel's back. That's how that goes. That's consequences for your actions. I know the team doesn't give those to you, but the official is going to. There's even a play at uh, when the Kings are down 56 to 38 where Kevin Herter somehow caught a ball like under the basket. Like he, he makes a nice catch, right? And Draymond flies in and cross arms, like throws a forearm across his face, right? And Herder knock it. Herder drops a ball out of bounds, and they call the I, they call the foul. Yeah, and yeah. He's just sitting oh, there, down there like, on the base, barking like. at the at the official, like, "What are you like?" Yeah, he fouled him. Hey, man, you you hit him in the face. Like, it, did, it could be reviewed. Like, mm-hmm. you literally got him in the with a forearm across the face. Mm-hmm. There, it's just like just play on, just play the game. Yeah. So. For me, it, it's gotten so many times that it does remind me of DeMarcus Cousins. And it reminds me of the moment where, you know, like I, I break the news that DeMarcus Cousins is getting this massive extension. And I have it from every single angle. I have it confirmed from every single angle, including DeMarcus Cousins in the locker room that night. He's getting his extension. Mm-hmm. And then two weeks later, they trade him. He never gets his extension. It cost him, I think we figured it out, right? $198 million or something. $198 million, something like that, that he never got after that moment. And it was because the next game, he went out and got two technicals and got thrown out of the game. Or maybe the next game, he got a tech. Then the next game after that, he got two technicals and got thrown out of the game. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, okay. Like, at what point? But see, here's my point, though. The Warriors have been putting up with this forever, and they just gave him another $100 million. They gave him another $100 million when he's not young. He's not, like, he should know better. He keeps doing the same exact thing and expecting some sort of different outcome. 
Like, I just don't like you rewarded somebody for so much negative behavior. And there, there did come a point where his talent level was not worth the price of mm-hmm. admission anymore. You passed it and you still gave him the money. I don't, that's it. They're just, they're just doing, they're just, yeah, they do them. Good just for that. Doing it. It's going to, no, they were trying this entire time. They've been trying to avoid being that team that goes, has the highest highs and then bottoms out as they rebuild. Yeah. Like that's Joe Lacob's biggest fear is being that team that's winning 25 games and crossing their fingers for the number one pick. Like that's been his biggest fear. That was the whole two timelines thing. It was all this. And now they're going to get there because they refuse to let go of. And it's going to be really expensive to get there. Yeah, no. It's going to be really ex- good for them. Yeah. Good for them. So, anyway. So, uh, the Draymond Green thing, I, like, I, I, he's like, just annoying to watch. He, he's totally, yeah. Like, like, if you're, like, if you're a Warriors fan, given what Draymond has done for the team, it's like, yeah, cape up. Uh, he was defending Clay, and I'll ride with Draymond all day, and da 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 da. And, like, that's cool. Like, fine. Like, I get, like, I get that. You're going to wear your Draymond jersey, and you're going to be a fan. You're going to root for him. You're going to say it's BS that he gets texts. It, it didn't deserve that one last night. It was a dumb call. And if that's how it's going to, like, fine. Like, that is your, you are a fan and good, f- like, like genuinely, good ge- not saying good for you to be a jerk. Like, genuinely, I'm, I'm happy that you find happiness in this thing. But at, at the same time, it's frustrating to watch. Mm-hmm. It's... It, it it doesn't no, and just that he you would you would hope that he would uh, is comport the word I'm looking for like comport himself correctly in in his first game back from a five game suspension. But he told you he wasn't going to, right? He said, "I'm Draymond. This is what I do. Yeah, this is who I am." But it's like it's like okay, you play to give yourself this edge. Well, this edge doesn't help the team win anymore. That it's, edge is really really dull now. All right, Popeye, you are just, I am what I am. What I am. What I am. Like good for you. Whatever, man. Yeah. It's annoying. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he's someone else's problem. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Great point. Um, King's Clippers tonight. That's a shift gears. All right. It should be. I hope so. I, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit worried about a letdown. Like this happens a lot in the NFL, where a team will have a huge, like, major emotional win, mm-hmm. and then they'll come back and lose a game they have no business into losing. The Niners did it in 2019. They had that huge win against the Saints. Remember that shootout with the Saints in New Orleans? Mm-hmm. And there was a fourth and two, and it was George Kittle, and he he rumbles down the sideline, breaks a bunch of tackles, sets up the game-winning field goal, and they 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 beat New Orleans. And then they come back, and they lose to a not-very-good Falcons team at home the next week. Like, this, is this to me, is like the NBA version of that. That would be my concern. Yeah, I think it can be your concern, um, and and it's legitimate. This is a team that the Kings have have had some incredible battles against. Mm-hmm. What was it, one seventy six, one seventy five last year? The the double, double overtime? overtime, yeah. Um, one of the most entertaining games I've ever watched. I've ever been like in the building for. Just so incredibly spectacular. That was another one. They were down like twelve with like two minutes left, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No business being in that game. I just have a feeling though that this team. There's a grit to them. There is a, like, you heard it in the locker room last night in the videos that the Kings put out. Like, hey, we got another one tomorrow. Like, let's not celebrate. Let's let's get, let's stay focused. We got another one tomorrow. Uh, and, and, like, look, that's that's what you have to have. You have to have that mentality that we're, 
you know, it's it's next game up. You know, yeah. you, you can't wait around and hope that, you know, something's going to change. Like, oh, and I, I forgot, like, the Kings won't have shoot around this morning. So we're going to have to wait for them to announce their injury report. I think they have to announce oh. by 1230. Uh, it's not on the 1130 uh, injury report. So we have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Right on. I have a question for you. I'm listening. The Golden State Warriors have... I was born August 15th, 1990. Okay. The Warriors have four players older than me. Mm. Draymond and Clay. they were born uh, February and March of 90. Steph was 88. Chris Paul was 85. How many players do the Los Angeles Clippers have who are older than me? Um... Wow. Okay. Harden. Uh, um, that's one. Paul George. That's two. Uh, Russell Westbrook. That's three. Uh, PJ Tucker. That's four. Uh, there's one more. There's one more. Oh, I don't think I'm going to come up with it. It would. This one, I would. I honestly didn't even know this guy was on the Clippers. Uh, Daniel Tice. No. Daniel Tice is. Uh, I'm older by a couple of years. I didn't think he he was that old. Yeah, no, he's 30. You didn't know he's 31. Um. Oh, I, I don't think I would get it. Mason Plumley. Oh, Mason yeah. Plumley's got me by five months. They okay. have five dudes older than me. Yeah, but Mason Plumley's out. He's got the knee injury. Yeah, four of them. Four of their dudes though play substantial minutes. Yeah, man, that's yeah. But the ultimate equalizer, emotional win, mm-hmm. second night of a back to back. Like, how do you come out and play? Plus, didn't didn't they? Oh no, they play the gold. They play the Warriors tomorrow too. The Clippers do. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, so they're in the front end of a back to back, which again, that's one of those scheduling snafus. It could help one team greatly. Mm-hmm. Like the Warriors could like be aided by this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if you're the Kings, so this is about. They had this issue last year. They couldn't get over uh, five games over over 500. Every time they got to four games over 500, they would lose and take a couple of steps back. And then they would climb, climb, climb and get back to four and then lose. Mm-hmm. This is one of those moments where if you could break that that cycle early, you get to five games, it's real quick to 10. You get to 10 mm-hmm. and it's real, you can go big from there. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, it's it's interesting. I like I had a lot of conversations around the team last night and just like how this thing's playing out and like where they feel like they're at and all that stuff. And there is a, a sense here. Like if you can start, you know, amassing a bunch of wins and then play a really solid 500 plus ball the rest of the season that you're, that you're in. Uh, but you know, nothing set in stone. The Clippers are seven and nine. They're 11th in the Western conference. They just had a bad they're, loss, right? They're set. They lost to, yeah, they had the Denver late loss. blown lead to Denver where Denver was on the back end of a back to back with no Jokic, Gordon or Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, the Clippers have wins over the Mavericks. That's a, that's a, that's, that's a, a fine win. win. That's a yeah. decent win. I don't know how good the Mavericks are, but that's a, that's a, that's a good enough win. They beat them by 19. They beat the heck out of them. They beat the Spurs twice. They have a win over the Rockets. Uh, excuse me. They've beaten the Spurs three times, a win over the Rockets, a win over the Blazers and a win over the Magic. The Magic are good. The Magic can play. That's a good win. Yeah. But since adding James Harden, they have wins over the Rockets a couple wins over the Spurs and a win over the Mavericks. Yikes. Hmm. Apparently they just kicked the crap out of Texas teams. I guess. 
Well, that's I just, th- James th- Harden nothing, loves playing in Texas. Nothing about nothing about the Clippers is impressive, except hey, Kawhi except and the Paul individuals. George. Right, Kawhi and Paul. <laughs> right, the 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 parts are greater than the sum. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is going to be one of those games where do you let the ghosts of a bunch of future Hall of Famers beat mm-hmm. you because yeah. you have excuses? You or, do last you, night. or do you walk in and you play it straight up and and you're the better team? Can I give you my keys to the game? Yeah, I want to hear them. Okay, so I have three keys to the game. You have three keys to the game. They're yep. different because I made sure they were. The first one, here's my thought on this. Let James Harden cook. Let James Harden do what James Harden wants to do. All right. If it is James Harden dribbles the air out of the ball and is taking step back threes, and okay, he's going to get his assists. Like James Harden's not a bad playmaker. But if that's how it's going to be, then fine. Like make him be the system because at this point, I think that's an effective way to limit Kawhi Leonard. You're limiting Paul George and make James Harden be a volume guy because that is a losing way to play basketball. Okay. So that's, that's number one for me. Number two, you got to stay out of foul trouble in that same vein. Yeah. Like James Harden is going to try and draw fouls. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, they will try and draw fouls. Russell Westbrook, he's going to get down the lane. He's going to get to the rim. No cheap fouls. If you're going to foul a guy like Russell Westbrook in the lane, make sure he's not getting a shot on the rim. So limit. You don't want to get in foul trouble. You don't want Sabonis in and out, especially with a guy like Ivica Zubats, who is their starting center, another big he's uh, huge. player that, that somebody like Sabonis might have a little trouble with. So uh, stay out of foul trouble. That's a big one for me. That's just it slows the game down. That plays into the Clippers' hands. I don't I don't want to see foul trouble. And then I just mentioned it. Sabonis got to play big. That is not only on the stat sheet, but against a player like Zubats, he can't just let Zubats eat. Where he has twenty and fifteen or whatever. Sabonis has to have a good game tonight. Yeah, I I, I agree. And and you know, Sabonis is a guy who, you know, coming off bad games, he's usually really good. Yeah. So uh, last year against the Clippers, Sabonis averaged 19.5 points, 8.8 rebounds. One of his worst rebounding, uh, that might be his worst, uh, that is the worst rebounding number of any team in the uh, in the whole season. Mm-hmm. And six assists. Like he did not thrive against his team, despite the fact that the Kings had some huge, huge games yeah. against them. Um, but like this is a game where like you'd like to see him have a bounce back and and play big. So yeah, no doubt. Uh, I'm going to add to your let James Harden cook. Uh, I'm also going to say let Russell Westbrook try to cook. Sure. That's fine. Yeah, like, when he's go in ahead. the game. Yeah. yeah, both of those guys, like they can ineffectively cook for you. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, they can burn <laughs> they can cook they can burn poorly. that th- that jiffy pop right <laughs> on the stovetop that you know they didn't shake it enough. They they can they can get burned there. Um so my my keys, uh no excuses. Everybody plays back-to-backs. Yep. Uh, I don't want to hear it. Uh, the Kings got stomped the last time they played a back-to-back, and they need to be better in those situations. Everybody plays them, and I think the Kings have like 19 back-to-backs or something on the season. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's 15 this year. Maybe it's a little bit fewer, but like you can't take 15 losses because you can't play back-to-backs. That's just not the way it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Hit your free throws. That's a big deal because uh, that was embarrassing. Come on. Yeah. And and then my other one is get ready for more star power. Like this is a team that's going to get calls. They're going. They, it is nothing but stars, mm-hmm. and you have to understand that. And you know what? You go out there and you be your own star. Like Fox needs to be the guy that got to the line nineteen times or whatever it was, yep. seventeen times last night. Do it again. Yep. Like be that guy. They don't have somebody that can stop you. 
Nope. Like Russell Westbrook's not going to stop you. James Harden's not going to stop you. Like if they have to use Kawhi Leonard on you, okay. Kawhi like, is Kawhi is a good defender. He is not the defender he was when he was winning Finals MVPs. Well, and can he stay in front of De'Aaron Fox? And can uh, Paul George stay in front of De'Aaron? Like no, right. the answer's no. So yeah. go out there and and play hard and and let the chips fall where they may. And I'm just going to talk like Costa Kufis for the rest of the show. Yeah, <laughs> that was dude. That's my it's my favorite bit every Sunday morning. I just tweet no no teams involved, but I say my keys to today's game, and then I pick three football cliches. Oh yeah, win the turnover battle, red zone, got to be Special good on third teams. down. Special oh, teams. Got, got, all three phases is one of my go tos. Yeah, got to win all three, three phases. phases. <laughs> <laughs> all right, James, uh, this has been super fun. Thank you everybody for listening. Whether you were listening on the radio or on the Odyssey app, or you were watching on Twitch or YouTube. We appreciate the hell out of all of you. Super fun game last night. Uh, Couldn't wait to talk about it, and uh, you guys all delivered. Shout out to our friends from Jiffy Lube for dropping off some uh, just packages out of nowhere. We'll be giving those away at some point once we find out what they are. Uh, We'll be giving those away. Uh, Let's find out uh, how we're doing that next week. For James Hamm, I'm Kyle Madsen. We've been the Insiders. Talk to you tomorrow at 10. D'Lo and Casey are next on ESPN 1320 Sacramento Sports Later. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.